Welcome to the latest episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. This is Ron Clements at Buffalo Wild Wings in Goodyear, Arizona, and sitting across the table here at the booth with former Oakland A's prospect Chris Nelson. I mean, it's it's been a few years since you were in the A's organization, but yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> you, it's been a while. You were still knocking on the door of, of the big leagues back in, back in the day. Uh, but now you're doing exciting things here in uh, the Phoenix area uh, with the Arizona Smashers Baseball Academy as well as the MVP Youth Behavioral Academy. Kind of explain what both of those academies do. Well, thanks, Ron, for having me today. I appreciate that. It's a pleasure. Having you out. Um, the Arizona Smashers Baseball Academy is a, a baseball program for kids um, looking to go to college and uh, play professional baseball. And it was designed to, to bring professional coaches, uh, former ball players, to come out and uh, instruct kids uh, the basic fundamentals of baseball and also um, make sure that they're learning baseball the way it should be, be, be practiced and trained. And we also um, added in conditioning, nutrition, and health um, to keep the players in shape. It's a season, a year-round program, and very excited to have that available for ages 8 years old all the way up to 18 years old. The MVP program, MVP Youth Behavioral Baseball Academy, was formed for kids in the state, um, wards of the state, foster children. And what we do with them is we make a, actually I made a relationship with uh, Casey Family Services and Children Association and uh, Arizona Friends of Foster Children. And we recruit kids from there, pull them out with our program, um, give them self-esteem. Uh, we give them baseball training. Um, with our staff, we give them mentoring. Um, we give them every single aspect of life um, as being a big brother, a big sister kind of relationship. But what we're looking for through that program is to find that that one child or maybe multiple um, who ha- didn't have a chance to play. And we want to pull that child out, train them, and then put them into the Arizona Smashers Baseball Academy and hopefully get them a chance to go to college and, and relive that dream or even go professional baseball, which is what we're good at. And that would be the ultimate goal, right? To have, have some kid who doesn't have the op- who would not otherwise have this opportunity to play baseball. And, you know, if, if a kid you mentored, you, you coached, you tutored, makes it to the show, I mean, that, that, that's the dream, right? That's going to be the story to talk about. I mean, uh, it's already happening. It's already happened already. There's stories already in the big leagues of guys who are foster children who made it, um, who have mentoring, uh, mentors and, and um, psychologists as, uh, on their side helping them out mentally because uh, baseball is a mental game. And um, we want to keep it as simple as, as, as uh, you're going to make mistakes. And this, uh, baseball is a great game because you can make an error. I mean, there's, a, there's an error column for a reason. And in life, you really, um, you know, what, what in life can you fail three out of ten times and still make it as a Hall of Famer, right? You know, and be the best at something, right? We had Jamison Tyon of the Pittsburgh Pirates on the podcast a couple of years ago, and he kind of made the same thing, or, or uh, made the same analogy to where baseball is such a microcosm of life. 
because yeah, you can fail, but you just got to keep going. And it's the successes that people talk about. If you go one for four in a baseball game with three strikeouts, but you hit the game-winning home run in the bottom of the ninth inning, nobody's <laughs> talking about those three strikeouts, right? That's right. That was a good day. <laughs> just get it right one time. <laughs> uh, you know, so like with baseball, and we you know we're touching on it. What I mean. With the, these life lessons, what, what, what kind of life lessons can this game of baseball teach these kids who a lot of them don't have really good structure at home? You know, um, baseball is just a, it's a, it's such a fair game. I mean, um, you really have to work hard and stay in the game mentally on top of physically. I think that just being out there and the emotional level of not getting too high, not getting too low, but kind of staying right in the middle. I mean, you can be that, that player out there in the field that comes up to the plate and strikes out the first three at-bats, and then you're in a tank for a little bit. You think, oh, this is over. And um, just like in life, you can go and fail a test, fail a test, and you think, man, this, this uh, semester is over. But then at last at-bat, you're at the plate, and the game is still 2-1 to one or 2-1 to one them or 1-1 one to one the last inning, and you're at the plate, and that one pitch comes and you hit the home run to win the game. And now everyone's jumping on you, celebrating, telling you you're the best, you're the best. It's just like that class where you get that re retake of the test and you get a, a chance two weeks to help that letter uh, grade go up. You have two more weeks to, to show you showing improvement. You have the sixth week to say, hey, okay, you know what, you did it. You did raise your grade. You can still play. So it's just a fair sport um, through life and, and in the game of baseball. I just love the opportunities that it gives you to keep, to, to keep whacking at it because you, just, you, just have to, you have to get it right one time. And that's all you need. Now, with your professional career, uh, you're a San Diego native, went to Oklahoma State, got drafted by the A's, was with the organization for five seasons, but then you got injured and released. And before, when we were just chatting before we started recording, you said that that, that was like a low point in, in your life. Oh, yes. And you know what? But baseball kind of, it, it was having your own kids where you kind of got back into baseball. Just kind of... It, it, Go through that that whole process of, of getting released to the point, and then getting back into baseball with when when you started these academies. Oh man, it's just a um, you know we love the game so much, and and when you're playing baseball, you figure you're out there every day, all day, from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. And uh, when it's when it's over, it really does feel like 15 minutes. And um, in my case, which is a lot of our a lot of my coaches and a lot of players who's played, once you're released. You know, what do we do? You know, you really didn't have, you didn't have a chance to go to school because you were playing the game, um, usually out of high school, 18, maybe spend six years of your life in the season uh, in the pros or whatever you're doing, and you don't have any skills. So you go get a job, you have no resume, you have no job experience, um, no one knows you, you're kind of like a civilian. So you have to, in that process, I, I call it a little depression because now you have to figure out life in that, in that aspect of, every day getting up and trying to find out how you're going to make it. I went through a point to where I didn't watch, I couldn't watch baseball anymore just because you're looking at TV and you see all your friends on there. You see all their family. You, you just, you know, there's your roommate. There's a, there's a guy I went to school with. You know, this guy right here was, was this part of me. I'm better and, um, than that guy. What's he doing uh, out man, there, right? I don't want to say that, but you know what? <laughs> we all say that. And so um, with the program we have, I have a lot of former baseball coach, former baseball players who are now coaching with me that went through that and um, that mental side of the game. And now they're able to give back, but also giving back, you're playing the game. 
and we're still connected in, in another way. We're not physically playing, but we're actually coaching, and you still have those connections with the other coaches and other players because once they're done, they're opening up baseball academies and schools, and then we're traveling, and it's that same life, that same lifestyle, you're just not physically playing. So it's a great opportunity, I think, to keep uh, active in the game. It is a, it's a short depression, but when I had my children, I knew I had the, too much knowledge to keep to myself. So I wanted to give it back, and uh, training my little ones was the best way to give back, and it opened up doors again. And it was your six-year-old daughter who really was like, all right, I'm going to teach you the game, right? That's right. I raised her in my baseball academy. Um, she was born in, in, in 03, and um, I stopped playing in 2001. Well, she was six at the time. She's she was 16 six, now. Yeah, 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 16 now. I so, should um, clarify that. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, when she was about six years old, I said, it's time. So I started giving back and rolling her softballs and baseballs, actually. And um, I said, we're gonna, I'm going to give you everything I know. And um, she's actually a really good ball player right now at her high school at 16 years old. She played a starting shortstop and three-hole hitter at Shadow Ridge High School. And my son, 11 years old, he was born in 08. Um, he's in my organization also and uh, playing middle infield and uh, outfield, things like that. And just I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for what I've opened up for them, a chance to play and and give back and learn and take the steps I take. And when your son was two, that's when you started the the um, Smashers Academy, right? Correct. Or, Correct. He was two I, years old. And so that was in 2010. When did the MVP Behavioral Academy come about? The MVP program became more enhanced around 2016. Okay. Um, the program Arizona Smashers was named MVP after my father, um, Bill Nelson, uh, we call it the most valuable pops. It was MVP. So uh, my program was named MVP Youth Behavior, uh, MVP Youth Baseball. And uh, the Arizona Smashers came about between my brother and I, um, forming this in 2010. The MVP program is a special program in 2016 where we wanted to enhance it and help kids in education, mentoring, self-esteem, just being a big brother to, to kids in the system who didn't have that chance. And... Um, it's really working out with the relationships I've, I've, I've gained through Arizona Friends of Foster Children, through Casey Family Services, through um, group homes in the neighborhoods, in the cities, um, foster festivals. We do so much um, meeting a lot of kids who have talent but were never trained. And I uh, just hope to find that one and uh, build a whole program of them. We get asked all the time why we chose foster care as our mission with Home Run on Wheels, and it just kind of happened. We had a relationship with Celeste Dominguez, who's the CEO of Children's Hope Alliance in North Carolina. Uh, why did you choose foster care programs, and how did you get involved with these foster care organizations? You know, getting involved, I had a, I have a friend, uh, his name is Latif, uh, Latif Vaughn, Adrian Vaughn, and um, yeah, you know, we, we actually went to this program right here looking for foster children because it was a, a way to give back and help and to find that one child because we know there's so many of us of my kind of my people in the system. And we wanted to go in and reach out to the urban communities and bring baseball back. We don't have baseball in our, I know all my friends played baseball growing up, but uh, in our neighborhoods, we don't have baseball anymore. We have just basketball, football, and um I want to reach out and, and, and start building baseball stadiums in our communities and, and get our kids out back into baseball at a young age because it's such a good game, but it's, it's been kind of lost. And uh, I think our chance to do that is by reaching out into the system and pulling us out of it 
and trying to get us back into the game where we can have those Gary Sheffields and those those Barry Bonds and those Tim Raines and those uh, Ricky Hendersons and just the old school baseball, um, you know, the way we were raised, who play. A lot of us say, you know what, I used to play baseball, but now they don't. And it's like, what happened? Why'd you stop? So there's a whole community of, of, of kids out there who need to get need, need that chance to get it back. So this is it. And for you getting involved in baseball, it was your uh, your dad, Bill, Bill Nelson, right? Yes. What did he first do to, to, to get you involved with the game? Did he just sign you up for Little League or, or what? Oh, my. I tell you. I know, he, I know he told me, he says, you have no, no talent. Uh, you know, I wasn't coordinated, I should say. I had talent, <laughs> but I wasn't coordinated um, at a very young age. And he was my Little League coach. And I tell you, man, the work we put in was it's three hours a day. It's one hour hitting, one hour defense, and then one hour for him, hitting him ground balls. And that was every day of my life, along with a thousand other baseball players. And um, that's what made me who I am today. Um, he was a semi-pro with the Mets. Uh, my younger brother, Reggie Nelson, signed with Detroit Tigers uh, for two years, Dodgers for three years, uh, spring training with the Cardinals. Um, and I was uh, five seasons with the A's. Um, I have an older brother, uh, Elgin Nelson. Uh, he stopped playing at 17. Um, it was hard growing up you know, in San Diego. Um, in our household, but it was also um, very disciplined, so there were rules to follow um, along with learning this game. But I, I, I give all the credit to my dad, Bill Nelson, because he really pushed me and uh, taught me everything I needed to know, you know, and getting me around that, getting me around that city to all these camps, you know, to meet and, and to be seen. And I'm sure he taught you about playing the game the right way, too. Oh, yes. There, there's, there's a respect for the game. Definitely respect for the game. So I want to ask you because I'm curious. You know, what do you think about the Houston Astros cheating scandal? I mean, I, I asked you this a little bit before, but is it really that big of a deal as a hitter to know what's coming? Does it really make that much of a difference? Oh man, I tell you, as a hitter, if I know what's coming, the game is so much easier. Um, as a pitcher, um, I signed as a pitcher. I was a shortstop, and uh, if the hitter knew what I was throwing, they always put it in play. So it does make a big difference. And, you know, there's a guy on the bench all the time looking for that edge. We're always looking for that edge. We're looking for that guy that steps in the bucket. We're looking for the pitcher that pokes his finger out on the fastball, that tucks his finger on a curveball. We're looking for the guy that tips, that nods his head on fastballs and dips his chin on the curveballs. We're always looking for that edge. So what they did was pretty much what we all do all the time. Um, just uh, it just was done on a bigger scale. And, and got uh, caught. Got caught. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, they won that world. Everybody's focusing on the 2017 season because they won the World Series, and Dodgers fans are pissed off about it because they the Astros beat the Dodgers in the World Series. So there are people who think the Astros should be stripped of their World Series title. To me, that accomplishes nothing because it's not like we can pretend we didn't all watch it happen. Were they punished fairly with the fines and the suspensions and a couple guys got, a couple managers got fired or should baseball have done more? You know, there's always a fall guy. And uh, I'm sorry for the managers that they had to be that fall guy. I know AJ, um, I played with AJ Hinch um, with the A's and he was in the minors coming up with us. Very good guy, just down to earth baseball, baseball guy. And um, you know, it was sad that that had to happen that way. 
But baseball is a tough sport, and you still got to hit that baseball. You still got to run the bases. You still got to pitch strikes. Um, the game still has to be played, no matter what you know and what, what happened. They still have to execute. And uh, edge or not, I think just there's a fall guy for everything to calm down the fans and the media. But uh, overall, I think they, they, sh they, they want it. I, I watched and them play it. that's how I feel, too. They, yeah. they, want to, they, they play well. I mean, it was more than just at the plate. I mean, defensively, they want it. Pitching, they were doing it. I mean, the whole series was awesome to watch. I mean, if, if, if you missed it, it's not you, but if anybody missed it, gosh, it was amazing to watch these guys play. And um, I'm, I was front row seat in my household watching this, and I loved every minute of it, and I wouldn't take anything away from them. What's the old phrase? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right? Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, you are, your academies, though, you, you don't want them to cheat. You want them to play the game the, uh, 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 the uh, right way. How can people get involved with the, uh, your uh, academies if, if they want to help out, if they want to, or if they just want to sign their kids up? You know, that's a good question. Um, what Recently, we've partnered with the Milwaukee Brewers. I was going to um, ask you that next. Right here in Maryville in Arizona. So... We're building um, teams ages 13 through 18 to come out and play. We're hosting tournaments, uh, events right here at the Milwaukee Brewers Spring Training Complex, American Family Fields of Phoenix. And um, they begin in May, and uh, the contract is through 2021. And I'm really excited to host these camps and um, these uh, tournaments, bringing in teams from New Mexico, San Diego, um, Las Vegas. Uh, right here in, in Arizona, it's, it, the, it's the state itself. Um, it's a good relationship to have, and we want to make these events really big where we can bring in college uh, recruits and uh, scouts to come watch and find this talent. We're looking for that ball player or those ball players to come through, and, and we can see, see what's out there to go into the draft. It's a, good, it's a good thing that this program, Arizona Smashers Baseball Academy, has evolved into to where we're able to give back because I wasn't given this opportunity growing up where you have a program that actually wants you to make it and wants you to learn it and uh, for a small fee if not sponsored um, just a great opportunity for kids nowadays to, to come through the Arizona Smashers Baseball Academy um, we have a website they can go on and sign on um, what's, the, what's the website? it's called uh, AZ Smashers uh, Sports I mean AZ Smashers uh, Baseball and Softball um, if you just look on Google uh, Arizona Smashers it'll come up click on it the website pops right up sign on forums, uh, player profile, update it, um, sign a field waiver, and that's it. We'll contact you uh, with a phone call, letting you know uh, when to come out for the next camp and also um, when the first tournament date is um, for that age group. And how did the relationship with the Brewers come about? Gosh, it came about um, actually going through the uh, foster program of MVP, looking for kids in the community and to help and um, I have a friend who runs a football academy who um, helped me out who knows uh, it's all connections knowing people and people speaking of you because you met them and you did well with them and um, end up meeting um, the guy with the Brewers because um, they were friends and uh, end up connecting the dots we got together started talking about goals and visions and actually our vision my vision and um, giving it the community vision that the Brewers had um, just was the same, was identical. So uh, having our first meeting, I already knew from that day on that we're going to do something big. 
I mean, it's more than just hosting tournaments and having events and bringing kids in. We want to build a school and, uh, and uh, um, to house the kids six days a week. And to it's almost uh, mimicking the Dominican's uh, system and the Dominican Republic and Mexico, Cuba, and, and all the other places where they're having Puerto Rico, where they're having the baseball academies out there, doing the same thing out there right here, right here in uh, the city of Maryville. Cool. And I'm, I'm going to be working for the <coughs> Brewers this spring and... The Brewers were one of the teams in 2018 who donated tickets to foster care organizations. So uh, it, even if the Brewers weren't my team, my favorite team, uh, I would always have a special place in my heart for, for them because they donated 50 tickets to a new family services for a game against the Cardinals. So it wasn't like it was a mm-hmm. game against a team that not a lot of people care about. This was a division rival, and they donated 50 tickets for that game in June of 2018. So I love my Brewers. Hashtag this is my crew. Um, yes. But uh, you live in Surprise. The Rangers and Royals are also in Surprise. And you've got a relationship with some of those players and, and, and some people in those organizations as well, right? Yes. Um, I actually um, friends with Donzel McDonald. Um, he has a great organization also uh, through the Rangers, EXB Rangers. And uh, I was his pitching instructor for about three years, for three seasons for him. And uh, he's also um, very active as a rover instructor and uh, scouting uh, West Coast scout for the Rangers. Um, so yes, I've done some helping uh, bird dogging with them in some of his camps. Also, uh, some players for the Royals are my coaches, and uh, one of the, one of the pitching coaches on the Royals. Uh, his son plays on my program, so we keep our baseball context um, really tight. It's, it's still that one percent, um, playing or not. You still stay involved with with the baseball community. I still contact my Oakland A's coaches, friends, roommates about what's going on, um, new technology, um, what they're teaching uh, batters, what they're teaching pitchers um, mentally, physically, and um, just all the new technology questions and, and what to go buy and what to get. And, and that's what I'm looking to do because I want to give it at an early age. So, uh, yes, yeah, good relationships, good friends, and good people. I love being around them. And we're going to try to use those relationships to help get some kids out to games uh focus on the brewers first because you're already using their facilities for your camp so we'll start there so stay tuned for that uh we're going to try to work with chris to get some kids in the foster system out to some spring training games here in the phoenix area and chris nelson thanks so much for coming on the home run on wheels podcast it was a pleasure having you yes thank you i appreciate it ron and i think uh from the time we started things got louder here in buffalo wild so uh <laughs> We're going to sign off now. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Run Wheels podcast. Have a great week. Thank you.